Welcome to Harvard, a podcast where we want to start a conversation about topics that build strong families. You can find out more about this podcast and the Hope Harbor ministry behind it online at hopeharbormn.org or find us on social media. Thanks for listening. I didn't tell you that we were recording. That's okay. I'm always, always ready. (laughs) You were like staring out the window so pensively, drinking your coffee. Well, Megan. Oh, hi. Hi. (laughs) I just realized I'm talking and I talked last time, so people know my voice, but not yours. Megan here. We'll be here weekly, hopefully. (laughs) I will try to be here weekly. This is our awkward attempt at a intro for this podcast if you have any ideas hit us up let us know what we should say or if you like our awkwardness also just let us know that because we can keep that going <laughs> if you want <laughs> yeah we're, we're pretty good at that okay so i'm melissa i'm megan and this is harvard now that we're like a minute into this episode we should probably introduce that part we're sitting in megan's office drinking some coffee this yeah. morning Megan's looking out the window. I'm looking at Megan. It is hot in here. No, it's not. I'm sweating. That's because you're sick. You've been fighting illness for like three weeks. Look at the window. It's Why? It's so cold. It's not cold, though. The weather's been so nice. <laughs> you don't have to close it. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I listened to you half the time. You're not my boss. <laughs> and this is going really well already. Oh. Um, all right. Take three. <laughs> Welcome to Harvard today. <laughs> Megan and I are excited about our second episode. If you listened to our first episode, thanks for coming back. It was fun talking with Jenna, and Jenna's not here today. She is resting at home after working late last night. Mm-hmm. So, Megan and I... I don't know. What are we going to talk about today? We're here today. We're probably going to touch on a couple topics we've talked about. We've talked about something that both of us are very passionate about is social media. And Mm. we love to talk about social media. And everybody loves to talk about social media. So why not bring it into our podcast today? Ooh, a good good segue. That I (laughs) Into the fact that we just started a Facebook page for our expansion into Parker, South Dakota last night. Mm-hmm. Like, we started the Facebook page last night. We didn't expand into Parker last night. But, right. yeah. So, speaking of social media, we have a Facebook page for Marshall and for Winona. And now, as of last night, for Parker. Parker, South Dakota. So, you can find on Facebook, Hope Harbor-Parker location. And then there'll be lots of updates and stuff on there about what's going on with the expansion into Parker. And, um... Yeah, just what that looks like. We are now dual stated. Ooh, dual stated. Yeah, duly stated. Duly stated. <laughs> duly stated. I like it. I like it. We are duly stated. Yes. And tri sided. That is true. <laughs> we are that as well. I was trying to come up with what that meant, but got as it. I was saying that, I'm like, I don't know what that's going to sound like when it comes out, but whatever it works. It sounded good. Yeah, so that's exciting. 
Um, so yeah, we, we hired a new site director. We did hire a new site director. Site director for Parker. Site director for Parker. Sometimes it's hard to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Setzer is our site director in Parker, which is also very exciting. Yesterday was his official first day, although from the moment that I met John a couple months ago, he's pretty much been um, all about supporting Hope Harbor, whatever that was going to look like. So right. that's really cool that yesterday was his first official day. And what, how funny, like just that whole story of how he, I don't know, my interaction with him and my story with him is like, we were at Celebration of Hope, which is a, is our annual event that we have, fundraising event for Hope Harbor. And he was there, and I remember sitting at the table, and he comes up, because they were running short in the buffet line, and he comes up and he's like, man, would you like some water? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Who is this? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> uh, it turns out this person was a guest for Celebration of Hope. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh. like, But that the cool thing about that is just what a servant's heart and just following right. where God's calling him to go. So right. we're That's lucky awesome. to have him. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to see. And, and hopefully in the coming weeks we can, we can do an interview with him. I know John has his own podcast as well. Um, and so maybe he can give us some tips on how to not be quite so awkward. And, <laughs> and maybe he'll be on it someday. And, and maybe so. And maybe he'll just take it over and run it. And then we can be guests on it. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <We didn't. laughs> Pro- probably not. <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> Welcome to working in a ministry full of women. Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. So, yeah, so today, though, we want to talk about social media. Mm-hmm. Um, we, oh, also exciting this week, we had our first Lifeboat session. Um, Lifeboat is a series that we are doing in 2019. Um, the first Thursday of every month, we'll do an hour-long session at the middle school on just different topics about parenting and, and raising kids and um, being Christians and all that kind of stuff. So, um, our first session was last Thursday, a couple days ago, Mm -hmm. on social media safety and and online safety, and that was pretty cool. Um, That's a presentation that I have done in some different schools and stuff over the years and in different communities with parents and stuff, so it was really cool to be able to bring it to our own community and and here in Marshall. And so um, we just talked about, about social media and um, how to be safe online and some of the vulnerabilities. It's always kind of funny because, like, I have taught on that so much, and it's such a part of what we do when we talk about and what we do here at Hope Harbor, that even the, like, weird statistics on all the creepy stuff that's out there um, is just so normal to us that I kind of just drone through presenting it and talking about it, and then I sort of make eye contact with some of the people out there who heard it for the first time, and their eyes are just, like, oh my gosh. huge and a little terrified. Yeah. <laughs> That is the one reaction you get. You're saying something and all of a sudden there's one thing, like one statistic that hits and they're like, <gasps> look like they're going downhill on a roller coaster. You're like, not all about that. It doesn't mean your kid's Right, dead. right. And as the presenter, you kind of panic a little bit because you're like, what did I just say? Or like, mm-hmm. and they just not into what I'm saying. And then all of a sudden you kind of realize it's the content of what you're saying and it's not normal for people to hear about online predators and whatever and then you got to kind of rein it in a little bit right <laughs> like, which oops, is kind of too funny. much 
and then give some solutions and some hope. Right. <laughs> Which is like, hey, you don't have to just be terrified of all the things out here, but... Or, like, you kind of get the the feeling that parents are going to go home and be like, kids, give me your phone. <laughs> yeah, that's like the worst. I'm always like, okay, don't go home and say, I heard Hope Arbor speak today and give yeah. me your phone. Like, please don't do that. Don't take your phone away in our name. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not, that's not our purpose here. Mm. But really our purpose is, you know, in talking about social media is my biggest thing is I just want parents to be present and to be aware and to not, <laughs> to not be afraid of that kind of stuff, um, but to know about it so that you can be realistic about it and make um, realistic choices for how to keep your family safe. It's not realistic to go home and take away every device and mm-hmm. throw out the Wi-Fi and because kids are still going to get online with stuff. But it is realistic to know that there is vulnerabilities out there and there is um, stuff that you need to know about yeah. and then to be present on it and be part of it. When I when I share that with parents, I use this this story from uh, me and my my dad when I was younger. When I was fifteen, going on sixteen, I don't know if I've ever told you this. Um, my I would always drive with my dad either to a sewer or around or whatever. He was my driving instructor. Um, there was one time I'm driving. He goes, "All right, I want you to pull in the Dairy Queen drive-through." And I'm like, "What? Why?" <laughs> Social media. Yeah, I'm, because I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> I think I trust you, but but and and I'm like, okay. And so we pull through and we go on the drive-through. And here he's teaching me how to do a, go through the drive-through, ah. right? Okay. So then he goes, "I want you to order a blizzard, and I'm gonna teach you how to eat a blizzard while you drive." <laughs> and I'm like, what? You know, if mom heard that, she would kill us. You know, like, this is not what you're supposed to teach. They teach me 10 and 2 or whatever it is now on the bottom of the wheel. Anyways, but he's like, I know you're going to do it anyways. So I'd rather I teach you how to do it safely than not, than you just eat while you drive. Right. And be unsafe that way. Or not know how to do that safely. So I use that with parents too when I'm explaining social media. I say, you know, they're going to do it anyway. So if you can be the person to have all the information from trainings that we come in and we teach you these trainings of mm-hmm. how to keep your kids safe and what to do. It's they're it's you're teaching them. You know they're going to do it, so you're going to teach them the same right. way to do it. So right. that's very smart. So that story about eating <laughs> ice cream. One. Good one. I shout out to Tom Meyer <laughs> for that one. That's and still, hopefully mom's not listening. Yeah. <laughs> still comes in handy. <laughs> Very much. No, but that that's a great that's a great analogy of that because it is it's exactly what you know um, we need to do. We have to be prepared, and um, kids are going to come across stuff. And the average age that kids accidentally or intentionally see violent or pornographic images online is between eight and eleven. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't take very much. And I was we I was talking this time um, at the presentation. Uh, we just got a Google Hub at home, and so. I can't, we're recording on my phone, so I can't say the phrase that you say, because my phone will pop up and we, do it. Me and my friend Sarah, we call our Alexa banana. Banana. So oh, you, it's pineapple. One of those. Whatever. So you say, okay. Pineapple. Pineapple, whatever. And it, and it turns on the, um, the device, and then you can just speak into it, and it plays Baby Shark. Over and over and over and over because I'm a toddler who <laughs> learned how to it's, say it's a great song. Okay, banana, play baby shark, and so, but and that's really cool and that's really fun and it, that is what it is. But also, my toddler right now is really into talking about butts and she thinks butts are really funny and that isn't quite so funny when she says okay, banana, 
and then she says butts and then a screen pops up and you just don't know and so it, that's just some stuff that you never really thought about mm -hmm. I never really thought about when I had a had a kid that I, I have to figure out how to incorporate technology into that even though I teach on technology and that kind of stuff um, but just being prepared ahead of time and thinking about some of that kind of stuff and how you're going to react because the you know the 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 thing you don't want to do is react out of anger or or shame or minimizing mm -hmm. um, a situation if something pops up or a kid comes across something because they really aren't always intentionally looking for stuff but right. there's all kinds of things out there that um, kids are curious and and um, predators are tricky so right. you don't want to shut down that line of communication when a kid comes across something accidentally and then right. you get after them. And, and as a parent, it's you know, it's hard because you want to just the first thing you want to do is remove them from right. seeing it. So you want to take it away and right. be like, why are you doing that? You know, right. Like I'm gonna hold your phone now for, and then it engages with them like, oh, I can't tell my mom gets really upset right. if I, right, do that. And you shared that too on Monday, which was, I was thinking about that and I was like, wow, that is super, that's so true. Right. When you think your personal life, when someone's like, oh no, don't do that, you're like, okay, well I'm not gonna tell them that yep. anymore. <laughs> like eating ice cream in the drive-thru. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> While driving with dad. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that really, that's a story I share um, that came out of a teaching a few years ago too. Uh, when I taught on social media, I just asked the parents in the, in the room to share kind of their experiences with social media. And there was a mom that shared that she had like a two or three year old and she would, um, the mom and a friend would go walking at the gym um, and then they just bring a little tablet along for the, the toddler to watch YouTube and stuff on. And while she pulled up something, you know, Anna and Elsa videos, and as they were walking, the toddler, um, her, her toddler kind of had a weird look on her face. So as she came up, she sort of looked down at the, the iPad to see what she was looking at, thought maybe it got logged off or something. And it was still on YouTube Kids, and it was Anna and Elsa, but they were in bed together, and, and there was... Some pornographic stuff going on in there because sometimes those sorts of things do get uploaded on onto YouTube and onto YouTube kids and onto all those things because that's what predators want to do they want to get the information out there and then um, kids are curious about it and so that mom said she saw that and she reacted she was embarrassed her friend saw that her toddler was looking at that and you know she grabbed it from her kid and kind of scolded her kid and and the kid didn't intentionally do anything, but that was kind of her natural reaction because she wasn't ready um, for that. And that is a message that the kid then learns that um, that upset mom, I'm going to get in trouble, I was naughty, I better not tell mom next time that comes up. And it is going to come mm -hmm. up again because all the algorithms and all that kind of stuff is going to make it come up if you don't clear it out. So Well, and then naturally as kids or as humans, we have this curiosity mm -hmm. within us. It's like, Okay, well, what is this exactly? Yeah. Like, like, what's so bad about right. it that mom didn't want me to see? Right. right. So that's one thing that we push here at Hope Harbor. It's, it's about conversation and having conversation with your kids. Um, I'm, I am sent out a survey to one of the schools that I'm speaking at this month, and the thing that you consistently see throughout the survey is, well, why are parents, why do adults make this such a big deal? Mm -hmm. why, why do they, you know, why is this, not all social media is bad. Why do they keep saying that? Why do they keep doing this? And it's telling me that these conversations aren't happening. We're just so, so naturally, I don't know, willing, I guess, to talk about the bad things about social mm -hmm. media rather than having a simple conversation of, 
teaching like here here's why this is bad and why mm -hmm. this or and why this came up that way mm -hmm. I know it's not your fault but let's let's go through like mm -hmm. a, a random video coming out right right exactly and I think that is really important too because there are a lot of really good things that can come out of social media and the online world and that kind of stuff especially like for us working in a nonprofit um, having having social media and having all of that kind of um, way to connect with people having Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and blogs and all that kind of stuff is a great way to connect with people who mm -hmm. want to pray for us who want to support us who want you know our services all those kinds of things so and beyond that it's it's awesome to be able to connect with people across the world on things that we have in common and um, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff so there is a lot of really good stuff that comes out of social media too but unfortunately there's some yucky stuff too that we just have to be aware of and like Megan said to be able to communicate with that and talk about it um, and to really just make it normal too and you know those first conversations that you have in your home about um, what's okay to do online and what's not the first conversations are kind of awkward and mm -hmm. but that's okay parents as parents were supposed to be awkward that's that's part of being parents so whatever but um, it's okay for it to be kind of awkward and weird and and then as time goes on it becomes a lot more normalized and yeah. um, a little bit less awkward hopefully right and it's a very real thing too and it's an awkward thing I've had conversations with uh, just students that I interact with and um, whether it be in youth group or just in the community where you're talking to them and and I remember one time I brought up I'm like I was like so what's you know social media or I was coaching volleyball and we were talking about social media and and they're just like oh people are just so gross on that and I'm like why and and they talk about sending naked pictures, people mm -hmm. sending those back and forth. Like it's a regular thing. Right. But nobody's talking to them about that because right. in our mind, like we never really did that. So right. why would why would that get passed down to another generation where that's just such a common thing right. now? And they have no one there to have that awkward conversation mm -hmm. with them to tell them, well, here's why you shouldn't do that. Right. I mean, there's big A reason and then there's B, yeah. C, D. Right. <laughs> BCD, BCD, A B C D. There's more. Yeah. <laughs> and so just to sit down and have those awkward conversations about they're important. They're right. awkward, but they're so important. And once you open that door for a kid, they'll be able to come to you and say, mm -hmm. "Hey, I got this on Snapchat today. What am I? What do I do?" Right. You know? And it, it is. It's it, it floors me every time you know I talk to kids about this kind of stuff. And and you know they really teach us too as they're sharing information and sharing what what their reality is online it's completely like it's it's not uncommon for for teens to um have somebody ask them to send nudes three or four times a day or to have somebody just send things right. like that three or four times a day and whether they're actually seeing pictures like that or someone's just constantly asking like i can't imagine like sitting at work and having four people come in throughout the day and say hey can i see a naked picture of you right like I can't imagine somebody like that's just it's insane how do you ask somebody to do <laughs> exactly. that how do you do that and I've asked them like how do they go about saying things like that like is it just like hey how's your day send me a pic yeah like what like, I just it's so that's awkward to me right. they're having way more awkward conversations than with you but I mean just think about that three four times a day that's just you know, you pick up your phone thinking mom texted you or grandma called or, you know, whatever it is. And that's 
or just to check the time. And then that's what's mm-hmm. constantly on there. And, you know, as adults, we just think that's crazy, but that's the reality they're living in. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they don't even necessarily want that kind of stuff. And then when parents find out, what do we do? We freak out and, and they get take their phone. Yeah, they get in trouble, take their phone away. And so we do just have to find a way to have a, a good conversation ahead of time. Yeah. And, and how to set boundaries. And I think the other thing that's that's floored me too in talking about talking with kids is when you tell them like that's not normal behavior and you don't have to put up with it. They're like, "What?" Exactly. They're just like, "Oh, it's fine. It's it is whatever. I just ignore them." Yeah, I understand that, but you don't have to put up with that. Mm-hmm. You can tell people no. You can you know, set boundaries, you can block, you can report people, you can, you know, right. which maybe seems, you know, crazy to these kids, but but really it is it is something well, that can happen. And even blocking somebody and deleting someone to to people, it's like, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Right. You know, then our feelings get right. tied into that. Let the counselor bring in the feelings. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and they fear retaliation and stuff too, and, and there's, yep. a, there's a lot of pieces to that. But I think the other, um, you know, another thing that, that isn't talked about enough is the fact that... Um, it's, it's actually a crime to do those kinds of things, yeah. to be sending for people under 18 to be taking pictures, nude pictures, sending them back and forth. Even if, you know, I'm a minor and I take a picture of myself and I send it, that's still um, producing and, and distributing child pornography, even if it's that, that's me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you send it to somebody else and now they're receiving it. And that's becoming more and more common um, for law enforcement to address that and, and to prosecute those things. And kids are getting in trouble for that. And that stays with you forever. You know, Minnesota has some really um, extensive progressive um, sex offender laws and those kinds of things, and, and they're really important. And they've done a lot of really good work over the years protecting people, and um, that this kind of stuff is getting all pulled into that. And, and that's stuff that doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, forever that's tied to you. Just like everything on the internet. Just like everything else on the internet, absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know. It's really cool. So, you're speaking in Minneota in a couple weeks. The 24th. In the high school, middle school? Um, fourth through eighth graders. Oh. Having a conversation. You're doing like a one big group assembly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what kind of stuff are you going to cover with them? Um, well, I think like I kind of said before, the pattern that I'm seeing is, is kids write what they're speaking out on the surveys, and I get it. They're tired of being talked mm-hmm. at. Like... We know all these things. They're like, I know the privacy. We have someone, you know, like we have someone going to come talk about this again. You know, like those kinds of things, which tells me that they they know. So why not? My my goal is just sit down and have a conversation with them to say, okay, what do you know? And let's go through, let's piece through that. So I'm being completely honest. Like what I'm going to do is I'm coming in with a mindset of teaching them safe safe settings mm-hmm. within, um, well, they don't really use, that age doesn't really use Facebook. So it's more like Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever that is. <laughs> I'm still looking into that one. I know it's like you record videos and stuff, but in, and those are things that you see publicly. Right. And so to kind of let them, make them more aware of where that um, chain is going, like the, you have the breadcrumbs they're leaving behind and who also is able to view that and what at what capacity they can, you know, can they can all these kids be contacted by 
a predator right. and disguised as somebody else. Right. Um, and just kind of making them more aware in that way. And whether that's kids really respond to when you share stories and you share things that they can relate to mm -hmm. rather than just talking at them, telling them, well, this yeah. is bad. And that's one thing that they all said too. They're like, everyone, like all adults are telling us that social media is so bad. And mm -hmm. I come in agreement with them because we all do that, right. you know? I have adults in my life that are like, oh, social media is so awful. I mean, I've said that time and again, but then I... But then you're on it. And then I'm on it. And I'm like, okay, it's really not that bad. Right. It's, Which I think is probably also confusing for kids because we come and we talk at them, like you said, and we're telling them it's so bad, and then we're over here in the corner on it constantly go, ourselves yeah. doing it. Yeah. And they go look me up, you know. Yeah. Oh, she posted like three times yeah. today. She, she shared an yeah. awesome Johnny Cash song today. <laughs> yeah, good good reference. Plug. <laughs> Megan discovered a new song today she's really into. Why don't you sing it for us? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Jenna, Jenna last time wanted more singing. I could play it. Uh, I'll do it. Ain't No Grave. Look that up. You can go on my Facebook. And it's, that, I purposely said that one to public because that song deserves to be listened to time and time again. Yeah, but this is like the Bethel version, right? Or, right? Yeah. 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 The Johnny Cash version is good. This version was good, too. This girl killed it. Yeah, she did. She did. That was really good. Um, uh, you were talking about... But yeah, so just for them to go on my Facebook and even see that, oh, well, she's doing this and this. I don't want to look like a hypocrite to them. Right. You know? Because that's, that's confusing for them to be right. like, okay, she's doing all these things. Well, and as an example, you kind of walk through that and, and filter out what you want people to see and not see and... Mm -hmm messages and all that stuff and just being respectful. I always say that social media is a platform that has been like gifted to us. Mm -hmm. Like and how we use it is in our in our control really. Right. If you, you want to use the platform, each I believe each face I mean each person, you know, we have this life and that's your platform. Like your foundation where mm -hmm. that's built and and your Facebook is a reflection of that. So mm -hmm. and your social media, things you're looking, things you're searching, things and so I think a conversation is something that's really important to have with kids and letting them know that they can also be in control of this conversation and mm -hmm. ask hard questions. And so that's my goal. And to, and I think to challenge one another too, and to be able to say like, I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to post that, or I'm not going to be a part, you know, of mm -hmm. this kind of, kind of narrative and mm -hmm. to kind of push each other to a higher standard. You know, and I've seen a lot of kids, especially in, in our area here, our area around here in Marshall, um, use social media in a really cool way, especially to like share the gospel and, yeah. and to share what kinds of things they're doing for the kingdom. Um, and there's actually quite a few kids in our in our community too who do like um, vlogs and stuff on yeah. Instagram and, and talking about stuff, which is just a really cool way to um, encourage other people and to use social media mm -hmm. in a positive way. And and so I don't know, I think that's really cool and to, to highlight some of that stuff. And I think for parents, you know, the biggest thing is to just not be not be afraid of this stuff, um, mm -hmm. to be present on it. You don't have to be um, totally tech savvy and, and understand every single app and every single platform. But if your kids are downloading stuff onto their phones, find out what apps they're downloading and what the purpose is. Right. But you want to know what else? They know. Let them teach you. Right. Exactly. You know, like if you're confused about something, I, I, I love like when adults... Adults, I'm an adult. Okay, when older <laughs> people than me, older people than me, like me, older than that. 
when they ask me like, oh Megan, what is what is this and what does this do? I'm like, let me show you. This is really cool. Like I can show you this setting and this and whatever. And and I get excited about that. And kids love, you know, they love to feel important, and that makes them feel important. That's a, that's a one up that they have on older people to be able to teach about that. I mean, it is yeah, really, it really is. Yeah. Like I love learning stuff from my volleyball girls, from from youth group kids, from you know. 13 year olds where where they're teaching me I mean there's stuff like Fortnite like I don't know what that is but that's a huge thing you know and so to be able to sit down and allow them to to teach me on those mm-hmm. various things and it's a good way to just to build relationship with kids too to be in I mean anytime that we want to build relationship with another person we we learn about their interests and we get involved in their interests and those mm-hmm. kinds of things so it's a great way to build relationship anyway and oh, then, for sure yeah like you said to be able to um, learn about that kind of stuff and, and to learn who kids are interacting with and, and what their interactions on these different platforms and apps and stuff look like mm-hmm. and um, what the purpose of some of them are. And sometimes you're going to have to set some boundaries and sometimes you may have to look at it, you know, learn more about an app and go, you know what, you can't have this on your phone or right. this isn't okay or this one's just really not safe. Um, but then give them alternatives and give them give mm-hmm. kids things that they can do in places and they can interact. Right. You want to know what the th- thought I had today, actually, when we were like when we were, I was thinking and praying about you know what are we gonna talk about on this podcast? Like what are we gonna? Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that's really big is screen time, and I just want to like I think there's a big difference between screen time and social media safety, and I feel like sometimes we get those yeah. two things mixed up. Yeah. Like, or we, we, not mixed up, but we combine mm-hmm. them a little bit. Right. Like, I'm going to take your phone away because you were on this, this, and this, which then eliminates screen time. Or I'm going to, like, screen time should be a, a respectful boundary that's set, not a punishment. Right. For A, B, and C. Right. You know? Yeah. So, I, I don't know why I had that random thought, but. Well, but this, I think that's a good, I, you know, I think that's good because, you know, screen time, we're, we're all on screens constantly there's mm-hmm. just I mean everything just is the amount of stuff that's coming at us all the time and to take things away as a as a punishment um then intrinsically puts a lot of that kind of negative stuff in with it yeah. but to be able to help kids learn to set boundaries not because you've been naughty or you've done right. something wrong but because it's good for you to take a break yeah. or like you know, it's it's good for me to take a break, to turn my phone off for a while or leave it in the other room or just not respond to stuff. And that can be really hard, but um, there is always this kind of nagging thing in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. So to be able to teach people that or teach kids to have good boundaries just because it's good for them. Yep. Good boundaries with social media and then good boundaries with your screen. Yeah. Two different things. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my coffee's almost gone. I know, mine too. So I guess we're going to have to be done or pause and get more coffee, but... Harvard. <laughs> Talk until the coffee runs out. Ooh, I like it. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one, because we had some feedback last time about, about length. We had a few people who felt like our last episode was too long, and we had a few that felt like it was too short. So I don't really have an answer for how... I like long podcasts, because... Like, I just listen to podcasts constantly while I'm driving or cleaning mm-hmm. the house mm-hmm. or whatever I'm doing. And so I don't really care if episodes get interrupted. I just pick them back up. I don't really right. like short ones. But some people do like short ones because they just want to listen on their drive or just get 
10 minutes of wisdom, you're not going to get 10 minutes of wisdom from us. Yeah. I mean, throughout the whole podcast, maybe you'll get 10 minutes of wisdom. Let us know. <laughs> and you're going to get a lot of just talking, but I like the idea of we'll just talk until our coffee's gone. I like that. <laughs> Which... And this is, how Megan, this is how Megan and Mel come up with ideas based on coffee. Uh, no, seriously. It is. We, this place is run on coffee and candy. I literally had a candy cane in my mouth <laughs> yeah, that's five minutes ago. Does. It's true. Well, Coffee, candy, and Christ. That is what we are about here. So, well, you want to sing us out? I do not. However, <laughs> I do want to apologize for... Oh, now it won't do it. <laughs> this whole time, I've been moving in my chair, and it's been squeaking. I'm like, wow, that's got to be really annoying for listeners. But now I'm rocking, and it's not doing it. I was so, going to point that out before, but I was like, ah, oh, there it is. Whatever. I'm going to apologize for this. But keep doing it. And now I'm going to stop. <laughs> but. Uh, funny. All right. Well, thanks for listening today, and we'll have another episode out in a couple of weeks. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Actually, I do know what we're going to talk about. Well, sort of. Um, We have a couple of past... We have a past resident who we're going to interview in a couple of weeks. Who? Katie. Ooh! I know. That's exciting. her. And we have a... uh, Our first resident to be setting sail in Winona. Oh, yes. We're going to interview her soon, sometime soon. And we've got some staff that Mm -hmm. would like to be interviewed, so you'll hear some more voices here coming up. And I don't know what we'll really talk about, but we didn't really know what we were going to talk about today either. And somehow we managed to talk for 33 minutes. So, well, we're going to go refill our coffee cups, and Mm -hmm. you go refill yours. (laughs) Have a great day. That was actually really fun. That was good.